Here we are in episode number five. You're about to receive some of my favorite holiday thriving tips so you can enjoy this season without having to choose between giving up being healthy or dreading trying to white knuckle it. Hi, I'm Clarenda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free, yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. Are you feeling the effects yet of the holiday season? One thing I think we can all agree on is that the holidays can be emotional. Joyous, lonely, exciting, sad, and yeah, you can add whatever emotion that you immediately thought of to this list. Holidays can also be triggering as we gather with family we might not see very often and maybe have some not-so-great history with. We'll dive more into that subject next week. This podcast is airing in December. I may reference Christmas or New Year's, which is my current experience, but you can simply apply it to any upcoming holiday or gathering whenever you listen to this. I'm not sharing these tips in any particular order. Also, this list is certainly not all-inclusive. I get more specific in my Feel Light Mind and Body program and with my one-on-one clients as we have more time, but let's maximize the time we have together now and talk about some great ideas for you to take away and apply. Some may be new and others are a great reminder. The majority of today's tips will help you with the over-desire for food and alcohol consumption while still enjoying the gathering and implementing them will prevent some unhappy and frustrating thoughts and feelings the next day. Next week, we'll focus more on the social aspect and connection so that you can enjoy the holidays even more. Okay, tip number one, open up your mind to the possibility that you can do the holidays from a more empowering mindset this year. Notice I didn't say perfectly. That's really just a fallacy. Just let's think of it as a bit different so that you can get different results this year. It all starts with what you are thinking about your ability to enjoy the gathering, yet not overindulge in a way that leaves you feeling regretful. Do a check-in. What have you been thinking over the past few days? I've been hearing a variety of thoughts from friends and clients, which helped me decide which tips would be helpful to share today, as there are still more. I would love to hear your specific ones. In fact, I'll make a social media post on this, so find it after and comment to let me know. I might just have another tip or tactic to share with you there. One new client said she was thinking of skipping this year's family party. Hmm. My two questions were, why? And did she like her reasons? She was thinking it would be too hard and she didn't want to undo her progress so far. Notice how normal it is to go to all or nothing thinking. It's what our brains naturally do. We spent some time unpacking her beliefs and experience around overindulging 
and her programming from previous traditional diet programs. Now she is feeling confident, relieved, and even excited to attend. She doesn't have to miss out, and she doesn't have to throw in the towel and then restrict herself the next day. Tip number two. Okay, let's start with thinking about what you can bring to the gathering. You can't control what others bring, but you can control what you bring. First, do you want to bring something healthy or not? You get to decide. Then decide if you're going to hit the easy button and buy something or bring a tried and true recipe or maybe even spend the time to Google something new. Tip three. Next, decide ahead of time what types of foods you will enjoy and which ones you will say, "Mm, no thanks. Can you skip the rolls or garlic bread or are they totally what you've been waiting for? Will you eat dessert? You may not know what type, but you can decide how much, if any, ahead of time. How many drinks will you have? Or will it be a water, coffee, or tea kind of night for you? When you plan ahead of time, you're using the reasoning smart part of your brain. It has your best interest in mind. You absolutely can decide to plan for dessert if you want to. The guidelines I give for my clients and follow myself are decide ahead of time. You have to like your reasons and accept the side effects or consequences from doing so. There is no beating yourself up aloud after, and you can always stop after the first bite or two, or simply not have it at all. Many say they hear my voice in their head that it's okay to stop at the first bite, if it's not a 10. And just because it is a 10, doesn't mean you have to finish it. The big one I struggle with, and I have a feeling you may as well, is wasting food. But this question will give you a better perspective. Would you rather waste it by throwing it in the garbage or waste it by putting it into your body and then it add more to your fat stores? That visual and the thoughts of it wasting the time, energy, and investment I've made up to this point has helped me to waste as needed. Now, I also prevent wasting a lot by simply cutting off a bite rather than taking a full piece, even when it is given to me. And if you have someone at home who totally would enjoy the indulging, then taking that home is another option. However, if you're concerned about their health or think that you will be tempted to dive back in, then just simply throw it out. You not eating it isn't affecting anyone else in the world in spite of our childhood programming that children are starving and would love to eat that. Yes, but it is impossible to share this with them. So don't let that guilting technique influence you anymore. Why decide ahead of time? That doesn't sound fun. But I think you probably can guess. It's much harder to make a decision when you are surrounded by the sights, smells, offers, and the highly excited part of your brain that we often refer to as the toddler brain wants what it wants when it wants it without any regard to the consequences. It wants that dopamine hit now. And then more of the same or let's make it even more potent. There's more simple science behind this, but for now, just try deciding ahead of time and practice keeping your word to yourself. It's okay if you're not perfect. I'm not always, but with making decisions ahead of time, I find I usually stick to 80 to 90% of my decisions at this time of the year. However, without having at least a little chat with myself beforehand about how I want to feel when my head hits a pillow, I end up giving in to the momentary pleasures and then feeling too full, tired, and disappointed in myself. The reality is, that is not pleasurable. It doesn't feel good. Now, I may decide to eat food I only eat at Christmas, 
but I do so intentionally. When it's deliberate and I'm not guilting myself, then there's no need to eat more to feel better that I, I'm putting in air quotes, messed up. Did you get that? This could be a game changer for you this year. This could make the difference in gaining two pounds instead of five to seven pounds this month. And hey, what if you even maintained? How much of an improvement would that be for you? And yes, it is possible. Let me give you an example. I know there will be an array of desserts at a party I'm attending this weekend. I've decided that I will have a slice of something delicious if I deem it to be a 10, 10 out of 10. But I know I will also see another dessert that looks equally delicious. I know my nursing friends well and our history together around food, shift work, and so much more. I can't wait. So I may choose to take a sliver of each dessert to equal that one piece. I will enjoy it. I won't feel deprived. I won't feel miserable later. Without making that decision ahead of time, I probably would find myself taking a small piece of everything until my plate looks like a full meal deal. And I will then feel the after effects when I crawl into bed that night. So we plan ahead of time as a form of love and self-care, not of restriction and deprivation. So what do you think? Do you think you could try doing this even for one of your gatherings to see how you feel? Tip four is to eat until you are just about full while savoring what you do eat. A great test for this is if someone said, hey, let's go out and have a snowball fight or let's walk and go caroling. Would you feel like it? If kids are around, do you want them to remember you saying, oh, you go ahead, hun. i I'm too full and need to let this digest? Or do you want them to remember how much fun they had with you doing something that required you to move around? You may be like some of my Feel Light Mind and Body members who had lost the sensation of feeling full before they started the program. Just know that you can get that sensation back by resetting your hunger hormones. But in the meantime, maybe just do the visual test. Instead of munching here and there, actually put what you're going to eat on your plate so you can let your brain register the amount to help yourself be content and stop just before your stomach is full. Tip five. Be okay with saying, no, thank you. You can acknowledge the way they've set the table or their food presentation. Tell them it looks delicious or beautiful. And you can do this and still say, no, thank you, for a reason that you personally like. Be true to yourself. Stop trying to please other people. Trust me, I know that is a non-ending energy drain and pressure that you can practice letting go of. It's been deeply ingrained in me but I continue to practice the discomfort of not pleasing some people in order to honor myself. You are the one who has to live with the after effects of digestive issues, headache, weight gain, concerns about your future health, poor sleep, and let me think, feeling exhausted mentally and physically. People pleasing gives a fleeting result of someone else being happy. That's great. And I love making others happy. But here's the key tip. Make sure that it is not at the expense of jeopardizing your mental and physical health. More than anyone else, you need to be happy with your decision. Tip six, if you are hosting the gathering, enjoy being generous and send the leftovers home with others or drop it off at a community shelter if it meets with their guidelines and of course, the option of just throw it out. That prevents the one night of indulging from turning into four days of eating unhealthy leftovers. Tip seven, just because it's on your plate doesn't mean you have to eat it. 
All of the above tips apply here, but I wanted you to have this visual to prepare ahead of time. So you've tried a bite. You may think it's delicious and addictive, or you might be like, meh, it's okay, but not really my thing. Either way, you get to decide if you will have bite number two or simply mess it up a little, cover it with your napkin, and then discreetly place it in the garbage. You don't have to make a big scene of it or announce your healthier decisions. Probably no one wants to hear that at the party, except maybe another podcast listener. If that's the case, then share away and encourage each other. That's a sweet bonus. Simply calm your brain down so that there's no need to eat everything. There will always be future opportunities. People will bring that dessert or dish to another party, or you can buy or Google the recipe anytime. It's simply just food. Tip eight, be appreciative and show it. We often think that has to be polishing off our plates. Yes, if someone's primary love language is acts of service, they may be acting from that in preparing tantalizing favorite dishes for you and everyone else. But words of affirmation may also be up there in their love language ranking. So tell them what you appreciate about them and the work they have put into the planning and experience. And if you aren't familiar with the five love languages, I'm referring to an oldie but goodie book written by Gary Chapman. Tip nine, drink lots of water the day before and the day of especially. Don't show up dehydrated as your body will urge you to eat or drink anything in sight in order to maintain homeostasis. Also, don't leave dehydrated. That can make the difference on if you have a midnight snack or strong urge in the morning to eat. Tip 10. Do things to help your host or hostess. Look around at what may need to be done next. Are extra chairs needed? Do the water pitchers need filled? Ice buckets put out? Whatever. They will appreciate the extra set of hands, and it will serve you in not standing around with the appetizers, salivating or sampling more than you planned. And I want to remind you, if you are part of the Feel Light Mastery, to go into the module called 12 Ds of Christmas, because we dive a lot deeper in there. So review that, even if you were in that program last year. It's a great time to review. Tip 11. Your mind may automatically go to its default mode of thinking, this season is going to be a write-off. Or maybe, after one night of overindulging, you decide to just wait and be a good again in January. Instead of the mind drama, get very factual. How many social eating experiences will you have each week? Maybe the truth is there are only two to three meals that you will be surrounded by food you normally don't eat. So what about the other meals that week? You can eat healthy then and simply indulge in two to three meals that week. You don't have to say, I have to wait until January. Tip 12. This one leads more into next week's podcast on how to enjoy the holidays more. But in case you need this reminder today, I just feel to add it in for you. Give space to grieve and miss someone and still give yourself permission to have a good time and add more beautiful memories to your life. It's been four years this month since my dad died. I still miss him so much. He loved Christmas more than any man I know. So, of course, I have moments of sadness. I've been struggling with even getting decorations out. And I also have great memories to look back on with gratitude as I continue to make more. So I'm doing my work. And probably by the time this airs, I'm hoping I will have decorated on that weekend. And the final tip of today, tip 13, have a plan in place for January. 
If you do gain an extra three, eight, or more pounds in December, don't become another statistic that goes super strict in January and then quits after a few weeks because you're exhausted at having to work so hard at it. If you want to kickstart in a way that is doable and also sustainable, I want to invite you to join me in a fresh start, which is a two-week kickoff and gives you a taste of the Feel Light Mind and Body program that I'm offering for the sixth time right after a fresh start ends. I'm excited for the women who will say yes and make 2023 the year that they actually do feel lighter in their mind and body and for it to be a sustainable approach. By the way, you can lose weight with no exercise needed. I know, right? I never knew that before. (laughs) That's how Patricia has lost 75 pounds so far. She hasn't exercised a day yet. Exercise is awesome and is amazing for our health, but I want you to be able to lose and maintain weight without depending on exercise so that you can maintain through times when you can't or simply don't want to exercise, maybe because of vacation, sickness, work deadlines, travel, grieving, whatever. Exercise is simply a bonus when you are ready to add that in. You will learn how to reset your hunger hormones and manage your thoughts and emotions instead of feeding them to feel better. You can get back on track easier and faster before your body starts to think this is your new set point. You can click on the link to save your spot today. We've opened it up. Space is limited, so give yourself this gift or ask for this as a gift instead of getting more candles or clothes that's hanging in your closet. You're going to get to shop in your closet, which is so much fun for my members. Also, just keep in mind, I have gift certificates available so that they can actually wrap something up and put it under the tree for you. Okay, until next week, start playing with these tips. Lovingly say no to what you don't want so that you can say yes to more of what you do want. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.